2: to no panic with me stevie and my friend whom i work with tessa
3: i would describe you as a work colleague and nothing more oh for god's
2: sake and this is the problem (laughs) this is it Uh, we got a very very funny dm that just says podcast episode how to work with a friend three question marks it feels like that's something that's very much going through your life there emily (laughs) what was the what's the time stamp on that 10.04 10.04 a.m. Oh. So she's just started working. <laughs> yeah,
3: it feels like she's in the meeting, the meeting's happening, and she's sending that three question marks. How can I work with a friend? Yeah. It's
2: pertinent to us. Very much, very much. And also, like, our jobs, we tend to pretty much always work with people that we are friendly with, and that can cause some problems. Certainly. But it can be great. But it has some similarities with the housemate, how to be a good housemate thing, because there are some friends that are... Just the best pals in the world. Yeah. And I love them to pieces. And the thought of working with them makes me want to throw myself in the river. And same, I'm sure, them with me. Because there's certain personalities that just don't meld, isn't there? So I think it's... I've got also friends that just will never work with anyone that they're friends with. I'll be like, I don't I don't work with friends. Yeah, yeah, it's such a thing. I'm excited for TV. I'm also excited. Tessa. Um, but what's your adult thing, Tessa? Well, I soft launched an adult thing
3: earlier which was i got into bed last night and the mattress was askew mm. by which i mean it was completely off the bed frame
2: and how uh, did that happen just a bit of fun i don't in know in the day okay no no god I just <laughs> just spinning on your own bed for a bit could you bored
3: i think it's that the bed frame isn't quite as sturdy as it could be and the, the the bed head is also just i haven't attached it yet
2: i feel you anyway
3: and it was just completely askew and i would just lay down and i was like oh, that's fine and then
2: <laughs> like, like diagonally
3: honestly <laughs> with your it complete, flopping off the it wasn't completely at a diagonal but it might as well have been and I just lay on it and I was like yeah and then I said to myself have some respect get up get up and sort your mattress out mm. um, and it was extremely easy to do and I was like that feels better that feels like a gr- just a grown up anyway it, that feels very poor so I will tell you that on Sunday uh, I ran the Brighton Half Marathon
2: why didn't you leave that's amazing <laughs>
3: I did another, I don't, you know I don't like to tell people because people will ask if I've trained and I'll say no.
2: And also, you told me again after you ran the last one to make sure you didn't run anymore.
3: (laughs) No, I said don't let me run another marathon.
2: Half marathon different, you're correct, yes. Half marathon, I truly believe the human body can
3: just run a half marathon. The human body cannot run, just run a marathon. Right. A, A half marathon, I do believe to be ugly, but fine. And people say like, do you like to run? And I say, no, I hate to run, but I love to race. (laughs) I love to go to a race. (laughs) I love the excitement. I love the goodie bag. I love the tinfoil cape. I love the medal. I love it. The bits. I love it. So I thought, I think what I'll do instead of exercising regularly is three times a year, I'll run a half marathon. (laughs)
2: all your hours in in, yeah, my three hours in, in,
3: big, in a big chunks. chunk right yeah <laughs> other than regular exercise <laughs> not a good idea sure but anyway i, I ran the half marathon yesterday and uh, my friend ages and ages ago i said that i'd come down and we'd run this marathon together and then on the thursday night i went on to buy myself an application mm. and they had obviously sold out and i was like oh i can't let him down and he'd sent me a photo of his number so i was like what i'll do is i'll photoshop that <laughs>
2: You scammed yourself into a half marathon. Uh, yeah, I'm the marathon
3: swindler. <laughs> I'll, I'll Photoshop it and I'll just go. And then I was like, he'll be so, he's, a, he's an anxious soul. I was mm. like, he'll be so cross if I show up with this Photoshop number. And he's like, you'll get me in trouble. And why are you? So I don't mind being naughty on my own time, but I don't, I don't like to involve anyone else in my naughtiness. So I was like, right, I can't do that. And so on the train on Saturday night, when I was going down to stay with him, I went on Twitter I searched hashtag Brighton Hearth Marathon and there was an account being like, it's tomorrow, like, is anyone, who's excited? And then underneath there was a bunch of people who'd written, I mean, people have been like, yes, me, but some people had written like, no, I've done my ACL and you won't refund me my place, so I'm not excited. So I messaged them directly and said, I've got a friend who is looking for a place if you want to sell yours. And one of them, he replied in all capitals being like, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Your life is a sitcom. <laughs>
3: But then this other guy was like, yeah, my pleasure. Have it if you want. So I got off the train. I got a taxi to his house. He gave me his number at the door <laughs> oh, and I went to Rod's. Good Lord. And then, and then I was like, brilliant. We're all sorted here. Anyway, so we're walking along and Rod's number is pink and mine is yellow and you've got all these different waves. And as we're walking there, Rod like reads the back of my number and he's
2: like, you're in the elite category. No. <laughs> And you didn't even yeah. mean to be this time. But you <laughs> the amount of times you actually would have opted in for that. Right? And
3: so we put our bags out. We've got an Amazon. And I was like, I'll just stand with you in the pink category. And then this person is like, are you yellow, madam? Quit getting yellow. And then I had to go and get in. <gasps> Yellow category. And it was just like men covered in gels, goose fat, like limbering up. And me, I had my hair tied up with a mask and I just stood in the yellow pen. <laughs> but then I just sort of snuck my way to the back of yellow pen. But right. I was, for a while, I was just stood in, in the elite runners, in the elite men's as well. Nice. <laughs> just me in the middle <laughs> and then I was like oh this is dumb this yeah. is why you you do things ahead of schedule and you don't get your number off a man on Twitter
2: uh, like 100% yes but look great anecdote We all, yeah. that's, all, that's what we all do it for by we I mean you <laughs>
3: Great anecdote. I was stood in there being like, oh, this is dumb. You are an idiot. What are you doing in here? (laughs) So that's mine is I I ran it. And I think I,
2: and I did one of my best times. That's what happens. Dress for the job you want. You want to be an elite man. (laughs) Set off with the elite men. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Wow. (laughs) What's your adult thing? Uh, I mean, I did a hair mask for the first time. I, like, that's this nice. Is, it's consistently... I, stop it. I literally
3: just did... My mattress was askew. No, and I, I got know, and I know. The but mattress.
2: then you also did... You, like, wormed your way into the elite men's section <laughs> of the half marathon. So it's difficult for you to be it. But um, I've, I've never done anything to do with my hair. I don't... Straighten it, I don't have any... I just don't do anything ever. I just sort of... But I do get it bleached. And so the last time I got it bleached, the woman was like, "Oh, <laughs> you should uh, do a hair mask every week because otherwise your hair will start to like breaking and I was like okay, okay crisp up yes and it has started to go a bit hay-like so I was like okay and I got by accident I bought like essentially like a gallon it's like the the pot is so big you have to use two hands to hold it of this stuff and, and the woman was like, you just pop it in and then you just go about your day and then you wash it out. So I was like, that's great. Popped it in. It's glue Like, you cannot go about your day. It's like dripping off me. It's glooping. I'm like some sort of slime monster. And uh, it's, not, it's not easy. And I, I won't be doing it again. Are you sure you did it right? Yeah. Is it like, put it all over your head and then just go about your day. Well, I need to, oh my God, I need to buy a shower cap or something. Right. well, Okay, fine. Sorted. I need to put it on. Put it up, put it in like one of those like fancy shower caps you get from like TK Maxx that have got like leopard print, so it like looks like yeah. a thing. But I just did it all wrong, and I just felt like whenever I do things like that wrong, I'm like, oh, I'm not a good woman. Like I'm bad at it, and mm. I felt very sad and sorry for myself. And then I realised it was a hair mask, and just like grow up.
3: What a roller coaster of emotion!
2: Or as always,
3: but what do we know about doing things like that? The first time you try things, it's always tricky. It's
2: always tricky,
3: and then you learn, and you go again, and you take it in your stride, and.
2: Thank you. The next
3: thing you know, you'll be a woman going about her day with a hair mask on. With a hair
2: mask on, yeah, and everyone'll be like, "Your hair's so masky, or whatever." I'm sp- like, whatever. It's supposed smooth to smooth and silky. Thank
3: you. How long are you supposed to leave it on for?
2: Uh, it says the longer the better. So twelve hours. Does it have a maximum? Uh, no. I got I found a candle the other day,
3: right? That had on it. Um, moving on don't want to hear another word of that story (laughs) frankly Um, i know i found a candle the other day that had on the back burn for no more than four hours and i was like understood okay and then it said for wax to melt correctly must be burnt for at least four hours so I was like, sorry. So at least four, but no more than four. So I have to... T- <laughs> Put an alarm on. Put an alarm on. And the moment we hear four hours, I have to blow this thing out. So that's why I was just thinking about your mask thing being like, as long as you like, be like, but how But how long?
2: But how long? And is it if I leave it on for a month? Is that too long? Yeah, a month. You know?
3: Yeah, it's sp- tell us.
2: Okay, right. Let's get into the episode. Even though I do want to hear more about candles, but I feel like... That's it. There's nothing more to say. There's nothing more to say about candles. It just makes me laugh every time
3: I look at it. And yeah. I think to myself, no more, no less than four. <laughs>
2: that's dumb that's dumb it's so silly so working with friends and what's your overall do you enjoy also none of this I know is directed specifically at me it all is do you enjoy on the whole working with people that you are friends with do you never work with friends honestly that's not true but
3: it's definitely a tricky one because i've definitely because you do think like oh my god you have a cool idea in the pub and then you're like oh my god let's do this and exactly like we're saying about the housemate thing the best friends are not necessarily your best business partners yeah and it is it's a whole different kettle of fish and i'm sure people who like live with housemates or partners or whatever in in lockdown have been you know when they you had to hear your your friends or whatever doing their business calls and being like oh wow that's That's what you're like at work, is it? (laughs) Yeah. Because you never get to meet their work personality. You only ever meet their fun personality. And so going into business with people where you're like, oh, this is okay. And either that's somebody that you're like, they suddenly become extremely officious and serious where they're normally very fun or that they are too fun and not taking things seriously enough. Or, you know, it can definitely be an absolute minefield. I would say that before we started working together, we were, I would describe us as party friends,
2: Yes, how feel much about so. that? Yeah, I feel st- confident about that. You
3: feel strongly about that. Yeah, you're like,
2: I thought you were my best friend. No, when we <laughs> saw each other at a party, it was like, yeah, yeah,
3: um, well, But you saw each other at a party occasionally. We're like, oh, she's a bit of fun. Yeah,
2: and then I, and then I moved on to seeing you every day for, uh, for the four the rest years of, the rest of my life. <laughs> um, but Stevie
3: was in the year above me at university. I love to tell people because I'm the baby. The um, small baby. So therefore Stevie was this like cool girl in the year above who you, you know, I'm sorry Stevie, but you're extremely cool.
2: Oh, right. You
3: dressed you dress like a colourful lawyer.
2: I dressed like an insane person. At and I'm sorry for using ableist language like that. I, but I did.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you did it in such a way and with such bravado oh that every honestly your reputation preceded you Well
2: every well also the large bow on the front of whatever i was wearing preceded me the yeah. size of the bows on my tabards and yeah. every part of that sentence tells you what i was dressed like didn't own flat shoes for six years no
3: she was she's a very tall girl if you've ever seen stevie in real life mm. and then she was wearing these colossal heels
2: but i was incredibly intimidated by tessa because i'd seen her in a play and she was so brilliant that i was like oh, I couldn't possibly be friends because she's too cool. So then what happened was is that when we actually did first properly meet, I was also like doing another show and I was a bit all over the place, but I was very like, you know, Tess has got this sort of air of being just very like, she says what she thinks and is very straight and I was a bit frightened of her. So I was just like, I'll just scurry around, do, do my lines and leave. And then from your perspective, that was incredibly rude. So just, just two people who were just frightened of each other <laughs> yeah. trying to operate <laughs> in
3: a small space. Yes, we were cast in a four person play together and i suppose we both didn't speak a single word to each other that weren't our lines possibly that is
2: literally exactly what <laughs> That's, occurred
3: yeah because and then we went home and we're like wow mm.
2: but i did then because i was in a sketch group and then we auditioned people in the year below when we left and you were like i was like you have we have to audition tessa Co- like tessa goes Co- has to be in the, the review but yes it's funny how we didn't know essentially we didn't know each of the lows
3: I think those are probably the best ones that you just you vibe out you've got good vibes but you're not necessarily best pals and then you're like we're cut from a similar cloth and we have similar ideals yeah I would say if you're like we're absolutely best friends and now we're going to go into business together it's certainly I wouldn't say no but I would definitely go into that with your eyes open and with a clear like okay what do I think this person's failings are like let's be open with each other about like where we think this is gonna
2: and that's know. almost impossible to do because in order to do that you have to know what you how you work and how you would so like for example i'm somebody that really stresses about dead like i have to hit a deadline and i get very stressed very easily i'm, I'm working with somebody at the moment not as a, who is great but will just sort of pop in with the odd Thing and leave long si- pauses and silences within the working thing, and I'll, I'll be like, oh, "Have I been too much?" It's actually just they've not got the same kind of work ethic as I have, so they're just not replying. Because I think they're not replying, so I'm like, "Maybe they're angry, and I'm being too overbearing." And I will, you've but you've got to be so brutally honest with yourself about what how bad you are. Because if you're honest with with yourself about your own failings, then you can communicate that to the other mm. person and be like, "Just so you know." Like I might do this and I might do this, but like don't see it like that. And so, I, so I need somebody who's very, very communicative to be like, I can't, work, I can't work on this today. Yeah. But I'll work on this next week. That's incredibly difficult to know about yourself until. And I only know that because I've worked so much with you, with like other friends, and I know where I get stressed. So that is, yeah, that's like t- almost ten years of working with people that I know. Yeah. When we were writing the book, and I was like. I've got to have an Excel spreadsheet. (laughs) It's like, I've just got to, I've got to see the progress. Otherwise I will not sleep. You know, and again, I I don't think I dealt with that particularly well because I didn't communicate to you that I needed that for my own actual mental well-being. I was more just like, bit of fun. And it's like, no, you've got to actually be honest about these things. Mm. The most adult thing you can possibly do is to, is to be honest and not be embarrassed about needing to work in a certain way. So, there's yeah pros and cons because if you don't know someone very well and you you just vibe it's possible that you literally will not gel so you've got to be aware it will be a constantly evolving relationship that if you don't gel immediately you can then talk about this isn't working or you don't have to start with this isn't working but like okay so here are some things that would really help to make this work better for me what would work better for you and like how how do you want to work how can we make Mm. both of us work to the best of our ability, because the worst is when I've got a friend who started a company with one of her closest friends and that completely crashed and burned because, like, they just didn't ever speak. Everyone just internalised all of their panic.
3: As with, I think, 99% of these podcasts communicate you know if you're either you're already working with a friend and things are feeling bumpy and you don't quite know what to do about it or you're about to start a business venture or wherever you are in your friend and business journey it's like have a good sit down and be like this is where I'm at this is what makes me very stressed and nervous this is what makes me panicky I I do say a nice thing about you that oh (laughs) Having, uh, We were having a nightmare, Stevie and I, with an outside uh, person. And Stevie uh, mm. was like, let's have a lovely bitch. And I was like, I can't take it on. Yes. I simply, and I put my headphones on at you. And I was like, I'm putting my headphones on now. Yeah, <laughs> And which wasn't very good communication on my part. But then I was very appreciative of you being like, I'm not going to bitch with you about it because I know you don't want to, but don't think I don't want to. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> and then like I kn-
2: we both know this, the issue, but I, I, I know you can't hold space. Got,
3: oh, thank you. Got, I can't hold space for this. I know yeah. you need to but I can't hold space for it. I don't I don't want to I'll, I'll collapse if we yes. I've got we've got to keep going. Thank you. We can't talk about this right now. Yes. Um, Stiff upper so,
2: British. Off we go. <laughs>
3: and then we'll discuss it in a in a bit. Thank yeah. you. Which again is not a, a ideal communication tactics, but at least I managed to get
2: I think it was because you told me what you needed to do. And you literally said, I think at one point you, because uh, I, I was like, can we talk about the email we've just received or something? And you were like, I actually can't. And it was yeah. like, okay, so from now on, th- there was occasions where you did like go, I've got to talk about it, And then that was fine. Yeah, you I, have to lead that. I can't just I come in with 17 it. WhatsApps going, what the
0: fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, because I was
3: like, I know that we'd receive an email, and I'd see the email, and I was like, "Start the clock in thirty seconds. There'll be there'll be a stream of consciousness from Stevie." And I was like, "I can't, I can't take yeah, it. I need yeah. to process this quietly." And then when I'm ready, I say, "I'm ready to bitch about this now." <laughs> and that's taken us however many years, so many you know. Years, yeah. and, and there's no way I would have known that about myself at the beginning. And so it's that sort of stuff that you just have to be constantly showing up to the communication process. It doesn't need to be a massive issue. That look, see, we we resolve something that actually has probably been causing drama for a long... Not drama, really, it probably. No,
2: I think it does because I think just that example is very good because for years and years we've been together in many different capacities and there will have been times and I can't think of any specifics but there will have been times when like we went for a meeting together or something with a tv producer or whatever came out it was horrific and our, or like there was somebody acting bizarrely in the audience in one of our gigs or something and I will have probably said stuff and not got anything back and felt like I'm being too much yeah. and I've been horrible and, and maybe I shouldn't have said anything because maybe I'm you know do you know what I mean so I'll fill in the gaps and you'll yeah. quietly uh nod uh and put your headphones on
3: <laughs> in about an hour I'll be ready to talk about it but right now I'm I'm, process, you know, yeah, I'm processing. Yeah, it's white noise. Um, it's just white noise for me right now, and I and I'll come I'll come round to my opinion in a bit, but I haven't got one yet. So absolutely. if you ask me for it, I don't know it, and it all just feels a bit much. And again, like that's is such a specific thing about our personal working relationship, but I think. those are the kind of minutiae that you need to get into when you you know so sit down at the beginning of this process and be like okay I think this is what my working style is like I think this is something that you'll probably struggle with with me but I'll try my best to make this as easy as possible for you this is the aspect of this work that I find really easy and fun and will come to me very easily for example when we're doing the book Stevie fantastic at the beginning me just sort of wandering around outside (laughs) picking up stones and things and having like get Get
2: in the, please, get in here. please dear the deadline, please. Please.
3: I think. And then yeah. as we hit the end, Stevie was like, I'm i I'm asleep now. Whereas I, fell I apart. was like uh, I was suddenly like, here comes the deadline. And I just like really came into my own.
2: The night before the, when we had to hand it in, it was like someone had animated Tessa in a laboratory and she became this kind (laughs) of like, it was like her origin story. And suddenly there was like chapters coming in from all over.
3: Chapters that didn't exist before were now (laughs) arriving fully formed. Like I was, everything was being formatted. I was like, where did this come from? And I was like, and I, even I was thinking to myself, like, this is unhelpful for for this to arrive so late in the game. And um, I'm sure must've been annoying for, Stevie to have been dragging me for so long, and me to arrive at the eleventh hour, and that's the sort of shit that you don't know because you've never written a book before, or whatever it is yeah. you're personally going into business trying to do together. So it's just about as much as possible being like, okay, what is our shorthand going to be like for me to say this is a thing that you're doing that I'm struggling with that does not mean I don't like you. Mm. I just need this to change in our dynamic, and and I think we are really bad. Maybe it's a British thing. Who's to say? what It's a generational thing or whatever. We're very bad at distancing and separating friendship and a, a small thing of your personality, a small crippling aspect of your personality. But that doesn't mean I don't like you or that I Absolutely. want to stop working with you or that I don't think you're a nice egg. I think you're a great egg. Mm. This, is, this is a nightmare.
0: Mm. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities
1: and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's
0: get this dinner party started.
1: You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry.
2: a friendship and a colleagueship. For example, we do see each other via Zoom, sure, but a lot of, and we work together pretty much every week, So obviously, I then feel like I've seen you and hung out with you. Mm. So then what happens is when it's like, okay, so who am I going to like go for luncheon with? I'll pick somebody who I haven't seen every week. But actually, it does mean that, but it's very easy. And I remember when we were doing the sketch group, it became very easy to not be friends because you actually don't socialise because you're like, well, well,
3: don't waste my precious socialising time with you because I see you every day, which I think is still legit it is legit in a time when time is so precious you're like you know and and also it's nice to which i think that people lack a lot it's like you know you, your friends used to be like friends from school or friends from university or friends from work or whatever that like you're like I see everybody every day and mm. we've got this like good rapport and this is what friendship is rather than friendship being like we see each other every six months for a hotly scheduled uh, yeah. 45 minute lunch or whatever and then there's so much like how's work where it's nice to have a relationship with somebody where you don't need to ask those questions because you're completely up to speed with the season whereas some people are like hey what happened um with that thing and you're like from season one we're on, <laughs> we're on season seven like and then like, and then it's like, oh, I can't be bothered to catch you up. You're just like, this is this is too much. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a, so I think yeah, it, lovely point. Uh, tip number one: communicate. Number two: make sure there's like still space to be make sure you are still friends now and the business doesn't just take over and you aren't just this.
2: It's like date night. Absolutely. It's like a couple who's been going out for a long time. It's like, and when you start going out with someone you're like, we're never going to be one of those couples that have to schedule date night because every day is a date night, bebe. And then four years down the line, you're like, we haven't had a date night in seven years. Yeah. <laughs> how do we? And then you end up- We've only been going out for four. So how does like, this that happen? That work? Um, it's, there's a lot of that. And so having, it. so also as well, I know that we're focusing on things like setting up a business or like more sort of creative and independent business, working together situations but that also is the same all of these are the same as if you're in an office together and your relationship within the office of accepting and not going into it being like it will be the same as it was before no it won't because before Mm. you weren't working together, and now you are. So it's, it's, it's completely different. And, and knowing that will help you do, take all these steps. Like, if there is a disagreement at work, if, if your friend is, is your, your superior, if you're your friend's superior, yeah. that completely changes the dynamic. And it will change the, the dynamic if you just sit back and let it... Um, it can change it negatively, but it can change it positively or neutrally. If you put things in place, you make sure that like you go for drinks after work, you um, in, you include them in like your sort of gang of friends like they always were. And it's not like, el- don't ever let it become the elephant in the room, I think mm. is the problem. Mm. And also as well, we've said about being aware of your negative qualities. The, I think I'm actually really the harder one is being aware of the things that you do bring to the table, the things that you are good at and be aware of those things and how you're helping the working situation, not just hindering it. Otherwise, you can start to just be like, and I'm the shit one of the business partners. You're like, yeah. no. <laughs> No, that's very much me uh, talking to myself there. But like, I know that my friend as well that went into set up the the business, she just had this kind of like reverence for the other person. Because obviously when you join and you want to work together, you want to, it's like any relationship, you want to fill in each other's gaps. So like the things that this person's good at are the things this person isn't good at, but this person brings this and this person can't do that. And that's kind of the ideals, like yin and yang, the ideal Mm. partnership. But what that requires is a real attitude shift of being like, okay with the fact that you're not bringing something to the table that the other person is and not feeling like inferior and I think you've got to be able to talk about work stuff outside of work hours as well and not do that you know like that thing was like we don't talk about it I was like well that's our now that's how Mm -hmm. we communicate and that's actually part of our friendship now so there's a lot of struggle sometimes with like oh but we only talk about work we used to talk about everything you're like, well. You can talk about everything, but also you, you're also allowed to discuss stuff that happens in the office or with the business when you're going for a drink, because that's what you would be doing with other friends as well. And that's your common language now. Your common language has changed. And I think that that can be a, um, an oversensitive thing as well, where you're like, oh, what, what do we talk about? Because we just yeah, yeah, yeah. sold that hot deal to Japan and we can't talk about it now outside of the office. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about your hot, hot deal in
3: Japan. A hundred percent. It is very tough. You don't have to force yourself into be like, okay, we've left the room now and now we only talk about um, love. Or, uh, <laughs> love. Six, love. Peace. Love, love. Peace. Love and peace. You know, we only talk about... The these things we mustn't speak about anything else like it's okay it's on your mind it's still you know it's still been a massive part of your day and i think it's just about understanding that those boundaries will shift that the like relationship will shift That everything you know and and that's the thing like going into it excited but eyes open and being like oh that's okay that's a surprise yeah and then, and didn't then know just, they did
2: that right. Oh, don't
3: know they did that do i hate it uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> if i if i do that's okay um i very tentatively on something very small started working with a lover and that's a
2: big no-no for me it's a big no-no can't do it.
3: And I would say, and listen, many people do it and and God bless and good luck to you. And I've got absolutely no advice on the subject whatsoever. But I mean, there was a lot else going on in this tangled relationship. But we tentatively decided where to get. It felt so exciting, the thing that we were going to do. And also it felt like this is it. Like we've hit the jackpot. Are we the... Creative are couple with Tim are going- Burton and Helena
2: Bonham Carter. Are we? They so are like, divorced. Oh my god! And they're divorced.
3: <laughs> it felt very exciting being like, "Oh my god, we're going to make this work!" Like this is so cool. Look at us go. And I mean, it's important to remember that he was a piece of shit. Yes, but uh, the, we go. I remember going to this like first meeting, and he showed up. a very casual dresser, and he showed up <laughs> wearing this like massive oversized blazer. Okay. And I remember being like, "What the hell is that? Like, what? What?" But like, we didn't feel like I could tease or, or say anything. I didn't think I could do a tease. It felt too vulnerable to like comment on. Mm. But it was my first instinct of being like, ah, oh, okay, this is what you think work is. <laughs> putting on a massive blazer. Right. And then we go to this meeting. He uh, does all the talking about stuff that should have been like my part of the thing to talk about. And then they asked a question that neither of us were at all prepared for and was like, oh, an interesting question. And it did not need to, like a moment's thought. I can't actually remember what it was, but it was, it, it definitely was something I was like, oh. And he immediately went, tessa oh no and i was like oh you you are a piece of shit it's those sort of things that you're like oh that is poor actually and i'm sure this won't happen to you because you're going to it with a friend and not a a lover who's who's a piece of shit but like if those sort of small things do happen like you don't you don't have to be like oh i'm this is it forever now you can be like hey i don't know if this is quite the right vibe of our you know talk about it because i didn't talk about it i just left which, well
2: you know. if, if, if i may quote mayor angelo And I think it's high time I did. Mm. When someone tells you who they are, believe them. Mm. And I think that's uh, often used for many reasons. But Mm. I think it's best to when someone does that. What you Mm. did was you you were like, "I'm backing out of this." That's the right, correct thing to do. But also, I think people run run into trouble when they see those signs and they go, "Oh, I'm sure they'll be fine when it comes to the big stuff." You're like, "No, it will get worse." (laughs) Deal with it early on. And either that's something that you can
3: nip in the bud and discuss and deal with and you can both have a laugh about it and they won't wear the big blazer again or whatever or it's something that you're like i do think really and this is again we're talking with 10 years of experience here they're like how long it's taken us to be like ah yes listen to your gut when your gut says something don't be like hush 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 gut if your gut is like i think we should run really far be like okay i need to it listens yeah, to Yeah, or,
2: or not even as dramatic as that as oh, this person struggles with deadlines. This person yeah. needs a lot of communication or is insecure about this part of the business, or is really an ideas person, but really doesn't write anything down. You go, okay, so um well I love the ideas, so how can we facilitate this so that we can both function, rather than just being like, Oh, I'm sure when it comes to like a massive thing, he'll do the typing. Yeah, like, no, he won't.
3: <laughs> he won't. He's shown you exactly <laughs> yeah. what he's gonna do, he's shown you everything. Believe the first time and that isn't yeah don't have to be as dramatic as running away it can be like right this i need you to write this down and it's clear that you don't like to write so what are we going to do what's our plan going to be
2: communication key key if you've had any past experiences where where you've really struggled working with someone look at the things that happened and and your response and like what you responded poorly to because you can't you can never control what someone else how someone else works but you can fully control what you're like like you you can and as well if you bring that that to the table that then that then encourages the other person to think about their working style and at least one of you is bringing this kind of communicative Mm -hmm, vibe mm -hmm. because it's very I think toxic when two people are working together and they just don't they don't really understand this sort of stuff like how to how to gel and how, because everybody can gel. You you can work with with like anyone. anyone. You just have to do the work. You have to put the work in um, in order to make that uh, teamwork function. Yeah, how are these two pieces, the jigsaw, going to fit together? And any two pieces can fit as long as
3: you are... If we can do it, anyone can. (laughs) As long as you're very clear about like where the holes are, what, you know, what everybody needs. And I think at the beginning of this, sit down and be very clear about like what you both want out of this. Yeah. I mean, if you just work in an office together and obviously it's just like, what do you want out of this to do the best you can, remain friends and um, thrive within the office environment or whatever but even then it's like do you want a promotion do you want mm. to be the top of this company or do you want to just make your money and go home and have a nice life if you're working together and you're starting your own business it's like do i imagine this being a footsie 100 company or do i just want to do this little fun hobby and hang out with you so if yeah. like one person is just like i thought we were just making soap and like having a good time and one person is like, i'm floating us on the stock market then why haven't you done enough so like, be very clear about your ideals what your hopes and dreams? What you want out of this? Where you're? What you're good at? What you're bad at? What the other person's good at? What you're bad at? What you, what you will find as a, p- a personal t- trigger point of like what's yes. your things like? This is a thing that drives me up the wall, and I will really struggle if you do this. You know, get all that out there, and then ultimately remember that like it's not that big a deal. You'll like, be fine. Don't let this relationship come crashing and burning down. It's all a learning process. Everything is a learning process. Yeah. A friend of mine who I had suggested did some work for me for something that is her job not just like come and come and be my housekeeper um and I was like oh I, can I pay you to do it for me and she was like we had a long talk about it and then she was like no we're not I don't think we should because I don't think I'm quite the right person for you and I don't think this is a good idea for our friendship and it quite. wasn't a, like you're you're a nightmare it's just like this is not quite what I think is my level of expertise. Yeah. And I think there are better people for you than me and you're choosing me because of our friendship and I think we should keep our friendship separate. And it's Perfect. like, what a mature, you know, so mature. Bit of communication to bring us Perfect home. bit of mature communication. And otherwise we might have just gone into that blind and run headlong into the dark. And what a pickle we'd be in. A massive pickle.
2: So hopefully that helped and you now feel that you know a bit more about well hopefully emily that we've solved your issue there um your, your your 10.01 or 10.04 a.m issue um if you have any other episode suggestions that you think would be beneficial please dm me tessa or both of us um, at, at any time any time of day um i'm at vm yes five tessa's at tessa Coates. i'm at tessa Coates. the
3: uh, gmail is nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com the twitter is at nobody we're always available 24 seven of your your needs your hopes your dreams um and do you remember on this process that like you're always on a learning curve you know it's always it's, you're curve. always working yourself out you're always working other people out you're always working out what you personally need so if things are rocky at the moment talk it through and remember like of course you don't have the answers like no one does yet you know you'll get there you'll get there Ciao. You'll get there see you next week see you next week bye everyone
4: That's stamps.com. Code program.
3: Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont.
1: And guess
4: what? I'm Sam
1: Campbell.
3: If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.
1: It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I am probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this.
3: Is it on all the platforms?
1: Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.